0: Whether it's bad planning, bad luck, bad timing, or bad inventions, well-intentioned bad decisions have plagued history for thousands of years. Welcome to Historic Hindsight. Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk about
1: hallucinating and jumping out of windows. That's right, Johnny. We are talking about hallucinating and jumping out of windows and the dangers of doing those hallucinating drugs. We're going back all the way into the 1990s to talk about the D.A.R.E. program. Yes. You remember Dare? Of course I it, remember Dare. That's it. well, why
0: I've never touched drugs in my life,
1: Tommy. <laughs> well, if you if you grew up in the '90s like me and Johnny did, or the late '80s, uh, you're gonna remember Dare and all the gloriousness of it—the oh. Just Say No campaigns, all those commercials. This is your this is your brain. This is your brain oh, on this, drugs and the crack scrambled egg. eggs. You're, That's yeah, right. Remember yeah. that? uh, mostly,
0: I remember getting a free T-shirt and having a bunch of people
1: sign it for some reason. A bunch of police officers signed it, you know. Oh no, it was just our classmates. Oh, just your classmates? Yeah, we just weird. all went around with
0: sharpies and signed each other's t-shirts. It was really weird. I didn't get anything out of it. Uh, I learned about a lot of drugs that like, yes. I didn't know existed before. So, yes, uh, yes, you did, Johnny. And so, yes, okay, so we're, I assume we're talking about why dare? Yeah. It, well, what? Well, happened. It's this is a uh, you know.
1: This did is it the work? Third... It worked though, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Sure our generation it's, got rid of hey. drugs. It still exists today believe oh. it or not. <laughs> yeah, so, which I did not I did I was not aware of that. It should <laughs> no it shouldn't. This is our part 3 of our War on drugs oh, you yes. know drug series so ever we're, we're continuing ever successful continuing on this is how they tried to get they tried to get the youth early with this so mm-hmm. um so back in the day uh and you know in the 90s especially in school you were brought you know in elementary school usually once a year and then up through middle school usually once a year and maybe in high school although by the time we got to high school it was pretty much phased out yeah, but uh, i think
0: i think i did it like 4th through 7th grade or 8th yes, grade maybe yeah. something around there
1: once a year you'd all be brought into the cafe gymatorium and you'd be taught all the all the reasons why you shouldn't be doing drugs with the dare <laughs> D.A.R. program which the original name was drug abuse resistance education which is so, ju- uh, it just rolls just, off the just, tongue doesn't so it so they short yeah they shortened it down to dare <laughs> dare <laughs> D.A.R. was created in 1983 a part of the Reagan administration you know Nancy Reagan's just say no campaign yeah okay, it so was this came from that yeah, it, it was a started venture between uh, the LAPD Chief Daryl Gates and the Los Angeles Education Department. So, um, okay. you know, in 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 California, where nothing bad ever happens in California, uh, it was like I said, it was a part of the War on Drugs education campaign designed to fight youth from ever getting addicted to start with. You, you hit them early, okay. you let them know the dangers early, and they won't try these bad awful drugs. So this is
0: also is this what also started the the uh, marijuana is the gateway drug type. Uh, mm. uh, propaganda mentality whatever you want to call it
1: yes very much so very much so um Gateway this... drugs was
0: drilled into my head
1: as a kid again, it, it sure it sure was still along with, looking for that gate <laughs> yeah along with uh, everybody that was going to be offering me free drugs like i would walk down the street and there was oh. going to be 30 people offering me free oh drugs. my god um, I, I
0: i like thought i was going to have to turn down drugs all the time all the time. Yeah, I never I, I got offered free drugs. Yeah, I've never uh, had a turn uh, free weed maybe, but not. I've never had a anything turn on drugs.
1: Um it's not a bad idea on paper, although coming out of Los Angeles and a part of the war on drugs, you know that same war that intentionally brought mm-hmm. drugs into Los Angeles <laughs> right, to yeah, fight yeah, yeah, you know, to fight communism with the whole yeah. contra, check out our our last episode <laughs> in the series. Uh, this was completely doomed to begin with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so well, was, I mean they were set up to fail.
0: Like it was it's a money-making scheme in some way, right? Maybe
1: I don't. uh well, money-making for the police departments <sighs> definitely uh, yes, because yes, they and definitely get is. money out of this. Yeah. So Chief Daryl Gates began the idea for the program after he noticed that drug, uh, war, drug busts in schools were like going through the roof. At mm. this time, he's like, he was- he's like oh. Money, Money in the bank. Well, he was appalled by the fact that they had police officers, undercover police officers, going into school, selling drugs to children, and then arresting and then, them. Yeah, you know, that's... not arresting not arresting the kids that were actually selling the drugs. No, oh, we're no. going to go out and arrest the kids that are buying the drugs from undercover police officers, which, by the way... Much easier. What, 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 what kid is going to go, like, hey, that 40-year-old man, he seems trustworthy. I'm Hello, fellow kids. From... <laughs> <laughs> right? Why was he even in the school? you <laughs> Anyway, so so he's appalled by that. So he wants to he wants to try a less punitive measure and, and just try you know prevention. Okay, maybe you should stop sending undercover cops in to sell drugs. That he is the police chief of 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 you know LAPD. So maybe yeah, do that. Uh, so uh, he already looked at a curriculum that had been already developed, already started called the Start Program at the UCLA uh, that was designed to use teachers and doctors to talk about the dangers of multiple things, including drugs. What did Start yeah, I, stand
0: for? Was it a cute? I, I, acronym, or was I could. It just yeah, like I could. Like, start I'm sure talking.
1: It, yeah, I'm sure it was an acronym, but I couldn't find what acronym. I couldn't find a lot about the Start Program. Of no, course, I didn't
0: very successful.
1: I didn't do a lot. Of, well, it was very short lived. Yeah. It was never a na- nationwide program. Uh, if you lived through was it, tell UCLA. us about
0: the Start Program.
1: Um, and their idea was that they would use adults to talk about the dangers of like drugs and why you shouldn't do them, and coming from your teacher, coming from your doctors. Okay. And he felt that kids would blindly listen to the police because they are a symbol of authority, and therefore he thought it was a better idea. To have the police do this instead yeah. of your teacher
0: and he wanted to make sure that they kept that status of yeah. ultimate authority and you uh, must authority. obey and yeah
1: S- scared scared straight although the problem starts right at the beginning cuz the creators are smart realize that this whole authoritarian thing uh you know cuz they thought hey teachers and doctors kids will listen to teachers and doctors and they learned that kids don't kids
0: kind of don't give a shit about teachers don't and give a shit
1: about <laughs> teachers and doctors or people in authority they kind of just do their own thing yeah they're
0: kids and, and when you understand tell them the, they don't understand the hierarchy that you've set up in your head
1: yeah well that and they also don't understand things that they've never come across so if you've got kids that have never come across the marijuana or the mm-hmm. heroin or the cocaine or the crack or the crack crack is whack Quack, crack yeah. is very that's whack right this cocaine time. is where it's at so if these kids have never <laughs> if you're white, well, i'm not sure i'm not sure if, if, these if that's the rest kids, of it but it should no, be for, it yeah should for be. affluent white folks So if you're a kid who's never come across this and now all of a sudden you have an authoritarian person telling you like, hey, cocaine is really bad. It makes you all hyper and it gives you lots of energy, but it'll also cause your heart to explode. These kids, what they hear is, oh, energy? Cool. I'm kind of interested to see what that feels like and tastes like. I was so
0: stoked when I heard about LSD and I kept waiting for people to offer it to me for free because I don't know where the hell I was going to get it. Because yeah, they're happened. like, oh, you'll hallucinate and you'll see dragons and fairies and like all this shit. And they're like, oh, and sometimes uh, a couple people jumped out a window. I'm like, well, I'm invincible and a child and I'm not yeah, going to that's... jump out a window. I'm only going to experience the good things. I've never done that's... it, but that was kind of where I was coming from when they that's... taught me about what LSD was because
1: I had no idea. And that's very much what most kids got out of it. Was just that nothing. Uh, but it didn't. It didn't matter that uh, that the LAPD was told this is a bad program. Don't don't do it this way. Maybe instead, hey, what we learned is that um, get the kids involved in the education. Like have okay. them, you know, try out some scenarios. Give them some options on what to do. Oh, like when role when, play. If, if yeah, role play. If somebody actually does come up to you and say, <laughs> hey, um, uh, do you want drugs? Instead of just saying no and walking, away, like giving them actually like real All life. Right. So this is why we got those skits where it's like, hey, Jesse,
0: would you like to try some weed? And he's like, no, I don't need weed to have fun. And they're like, Jesse, you're so lame. You should try weed with us. We're cool. And they're like, no, I'm not going to do it. We're like, good job. You didn't give
1: in to peer pressure. That's amazing. It is total amazing. When in reality, he was
0: like, hey, do you want to try some weed? And you're like, oh, no, thank you. They're like, all right, cool. That's more for me.
1: Yeah, right? I'll f- <laughs> deal. <laughs> like, fine. That, don't worry about it. It's but big the poly, you know. Politicians, single moms, you know, all, all, everybody jumps on board with this. Because again, yeah. on paper, it's a great idea. We have police coming in. Sure, yeah, no, it is. Drugs, on yeah. paper, it's a great idea. So you got the communities that all jump on board. They all start wanting this. It, it gets out of LA, it gets into greater California, it gets across the whole United States. At its height, it is taught in 75% of all schools in the United States, it oh. even gets transferred over to Britain. I didn't know this. England actually gets a DARE program over there.
0: When was it at its height? Was that the early 90s, I assume? Mid 90s? Uh, uh, late, 90, mid late 90s, mid-90s to late 90s is where it gets
1: really at its height. Okay. Um, and it had a budget between $200 million and $2 billion a year by 2003. That's a That's, wide yeah, that's a lot of... Uh well so Dare at its height <laughs> estimated that it was receiving and spending two hundred million dollars a year, uh-huh. but they weren't factoring in like that's just what they were getting from the national government, okay, and that's what they were like spending on the national program for like ads and that kind of stuff. They weren't factoring gotcha. in the local costs, so that's where the up to two billion comes. Okay, as from all these because local now schools. all the local cities because are
0: having to pay the
1: police departments. You got to pay the police departments so, to come in. You got to pay those officers to come and in. And now these you got to pay the teachers are, that are so the doing schools it. that are
0: public funded. Yes. Are hiring another public funded entity to pay yes. them to come in. And so it's yes. just
1: okay. Well, and you got to figure those teacher salaries. You got to pay those teacher salaries for that day of sitting in the classroom for you know, an hour learning about this program or two hours learning about this program. I remember getting drugged down to the cafe gymatorium. Oh, yeah. And it was like an afternoon thing. And, of course, none of the oh, kids man. were listening because we're all in the cafe gymatorium. We're like, oh, I, we're oh, not I learning. Was, I
0: was sitting on my carpeted basketball court just chitter-chattering and being told to shut up with all the other, like, all the other kids <laughs> yes. and teachers and everything. Like, they were just all, shh, 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 shh. That's
1: all but even was. on was. But even on the low end, $200 million a year, well, from a federal stance is a drop in the bucket, nothing from an actual physical money standpoint. That's still a significant amount of money.
0: Except unless of course it's a successful program that then prevents drug use and abuse and then keeps people out of prisons because that's also very expensive.
1: Yes, true. But uh, it didn't do any of that. Oh. So what did did dare look like? If if you're a kid who – if you're a younger one of our audience who didn't get a chance to go through this, or if you're an older member of our audience who didn't get a chance to go through this, what it usually consisted of was a lecture. You had a police officer coming into the cafe gymatorium and Mm -hmm. talking about drugs and how bad they were and why you shouldn't do them. But it's more than just saying – Drugs are bad and you shouldn't do them. Oh no. It's, hey, this is heroin. This is what heroin will mm-hmm. do to you. This is how you use heroin. You take the heroin, you put it in a spoon. Literally, I had this whole speech. Oh no, yeah. heroin, put it in a spoon, Boil. you light it on fire, then you put mm-hmm. it in a needle, and you put it in your arm. But that or leaves in between track... your toes. Yeah, that leaves track marks. So if you don't want to have the track marks, you put it in between your turtles, or you shoot it into your eyelid, or you shoot it in between your fingernails. Why did you need no. to tell... I think ten they were trying to kids. horrify people.
0: I think they were trying yeah. to scare people. But all be like, these are the things kids, that drugs will make you do. But all you heard one. was, "This is how you do it." This is how you get away with it. Like, and then and then they talked about like acid tabs and like putting you know you they'd put them on the forehead and tie the little bandana and everything, and then they mm-hmm. jump out a window or something. But they told so many stories about yeah what it hap what the drugs did, how they in- affected your brain and everything else, and then. It seemed like a much shorter amount of time talking about how like, oh, and then at the end of all of that fun stuff, it also gets bad and you're addicted and you die.
1: Yeah, there's not not a lot of that. Uh, they, at least in my D.A.R.E. program, I don't know about your D.A.R.E. program, they had show and tells. They like actually brought out props to show what, what the stuff looked like, all mm-hmm. that fun stuff. I remember, I believe it was in my middle school. Uh, it wasn't in the class that I was in. They didn't do this, but I we, the, the D.A.R.E. teacher talked about this. Of course, he could have been shoving smoke up everybody's ass, but from what I heard from other students, this is this is what went down. So teachers had tactics, or these D.A.R.E. teachers had tactics, where they would uh, use D.A.R.E. as an opportunity to find the drugs in the school. So what they did is they put three joints in this. he took his police hat off and goes, this is what a joint looks like. And he put three joints in the hat. And he handed it around – the cafe uh-huh. of course by the and they weren't real joints but you know middle no. school kids are too right. stupid to realize yeah not it's, it's real probably joints. just
0: tobacco cigarettes like rolled yeah, if, cigarettes if
1: it's even that if that. But, but 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 you know kids are too stupid to realize that so by the time the hat got around the cafe it was empty so then he has to pretend to be mad like where's my joints you guys that's a crime so I'm gonna turn the lights off and the Cafeteria and Torim pass his hat back around. And if three joints aren't back in this hat by the time it gets back to me, I'm gonna bring in the drug dogs, and every one of you is gonna get searched before you leave. This seems like made something it. that didn't happen. This made it, made it. <laughs> and of course he passes around the hat. <laughs> like, he passes around the hat, and when the hat gets back to him, it's full of fucking joints because
0: no one's gonna <laughs> steal a fucking joint from a cop.
1: And you know not uh, well that, oh, but yeah. you know they're they're afraid they're gonna get searched and yeah, so dump need, their own uh, drugs. So they dump their own drugs back in, but it doesn't much matter because that that while that may or may not have happened, it might have just been a rumor in my school. The real sketchy shit is this. They used student informants all the time. Oh yeah, A large part of their program was yeah, the three that's R's. <laughs> yeah, it was the three R's. Uh-huh. They used recognize, report and resist where yeah, they would give right. kids where they would give kids questionnaires to discuss if they had used drugs, which is also part of the whole all the studies that went into this. Also, ask those questions. Like, I remember in high school, like, every year we had these questionnaires that came out Have you ever used drugs? Have you ever used alcohol? How often do you use it? All that, all the time. I see, I don't
0: remember doing those, but that doesn't mean I didn't do them because I probably just marked no to everything and be like, Nope, not doing any of that. And moved on with my day because even in an anonymous uh, survey in high school, I'm not going to admit what I was doing.
1: And, Johnny, your long term memory is super good too because, you Mm -hmm. know, lettuce. Now, with all that said, they they would use these and they would find the kids that are vulnerable or whose parents potentially are drug dealers or users. Yeah. Oh, man, there were so
0: kids. many stories uh, of kids turning in their parents during care yes. programs because, because their <laughs> parents are dealing and they're like, uh, hmm. I recognize that. Uh, my daddy has a lot of it.
1: And... and he sells it in little baggies. And that was part of it because they would leave this dare box. in every classroom after the, th- the speech was done, there's mm-hmm. a dare box. And you could, like, write down, like, I think my daddy's a drug dealer. <laughs> and you could turn that in. Or I think Timmy is using oh, drugs. Bunch and of you can turn snitches. that in. And because every dare teacher was a police officer, a legal, fully bound police officer, they are obligated, mm. obligated to investigate any, any informant. Not,
0: tip. yeah, not just can they have to now. They have to, they have they, to. So they, so, yeah, uh, so even if like their, their parents really do sell just like uh, high quality romaine lettuce or something and they thought it was marijuana or like whatever, they have to investigate that. And they, so they should, now yeah. your kids getting in your house searched.
1: Yep, they they sure they sure were they sure are, and even from the get go, the study showed right off the bat that Dare was at best an an ineffective program. Uh, But most studies showed that it actually had the complete opposite (laughs) effect. Detrimental. Most kids who were used it like like more often the kids who went through the program were more likely to do drugs than the kids who didn't go through the program.
0: I remember all the kids who like wore their Dare shirts after the first day of Dare. If you did that, you were using drugs. Like, yeah, it was, a, only it was like only those kids were wearing the dare shirts, being like, oh, drug addiction, whatever. And but going and smoking pot behind the bleachers during a football game or whatever. But yeah, like, like no, no, nobody who was not once, using it was wearing the
1: shirt. Yeah, once you got to high school, oh man, the police are coming to get See, me. See, there we go. Talk about dare. Yeah. Your kid ratted <laughs> you out, Tommy. <laughs> My kid, there he is. Uh, but in any case, uh, 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 uh. The kids, especially in high school, that were wearing those D.A.R.E. shirts were the biggest oh. potheads in yes. my high school. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'm going to give a rundown of some of the studies that were done that showed that D.A.R.E. was ineffective. So one of the first ones was 1992. Uh, IU University uh, uh, found that students who completed D.A.R.E. were more likely to use hallucinogenic drugs than those who didn't. And a large part of that they found in the study was because they were told about acid <laughs> and they were like, man, that yes, sounds pretty true. sweet.
0: And shrooms, I'm guessing is the big one. Well, if it, especially if it was done by Indiana University, which Bloomington yeah, is huge <laughs> with shrooms. Uh, but yeah, it they told you basically like, oh, it tastes real bad. But and uh, but yeah, you'll hallucinate, you'll see things, you'll it's like dreaming, but being awake. They didn't tell you that like sometimes that would mean that you're feeling like you're melted into the floor and you can't stand up which or sometimes I babysat a person on shrooms and they felt like they were melting into the floor and couldn't stand up. And then I had to leave them to find the other person that was babysitting that was on shrooms because they were talking to a stop sign for 15 minutes. Yeah, I was not on shrooms. I was a babysitter.
1: Yeah. Hanover was not uh was a dry campus johnny there was no alcohol there and there was no drugs on hanover oh no this, so during, this, this was in high school this was in high school oh was yeah. it in high school oh, <laughs> yeah, I just was... <laughs> because i know i know we have a mutual friend who had done acid or shrooms mm, or mm-hmm. something at, at sure. hanover and had had hallucinated no top it was nice it was not that but
0: yeah but that's a thing that happens when you because when you yeah. hallucinate you see things and you talk to things why not
1: No, and uh, so 19... it, it
0: caused an increase in hallucinogenic yep. use
1: now, uh, the N.I.J. the the uh, National Institute of Justice uh, was uh, did initial study that uh, that found that, that it could potentially be effective, and this was before, like in eighty three when the program was first developed. It, it could so be so the very beginning. But they we need it could be. But we need but we need testing. Might we need, not be we need research. <laughs> uh, but because <laughs> but of that initial, it's a program, yeah. so there's chances it might. Yeah, so because of that initial study, like, that's where all the funding initially came from. But Mm -hmm. by 1994, RTI found that the initial NIJ study was right, that it could potentially impart a lot of information, but that information has been shown to be ineffective at reducing rates of drug use. In 95, the California Department of Education, the co-founder of this whole program, found that – Yeah, it was ineffective, and that up to 90% of the students said that they were either negatively or not affected at all by the program. And by negatively, it's those students who are like, (laughs) I had no idea what acid was, and now I tried acid because I learned about it and got curious. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, in 1998 the NIJ went and did a new study because all these rumors came out and every time a study came out uh dare was on top of it like arguing that no this is bullshit the stats aren't real like Well yeah of use, course because it's a organization your common... that needs funding and wants to keep Well and they're like doing use they're like use your common sense we were talking about the dangers of drugs how could that lead to kids using drugs like use you're your common sense them information and they're dumb <laughs> That's like that should be the theme song of Dare. You gave them information and they're <laughs> done. Uh so this NIJ study in nineteen ninety-eight, again using RTI, found that yep, horribly ineffective. Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, problem. But they but they didn't publish that. They they kind of buried that. Of, what course, they did of course, but
0: why would you publish that? Why would you publish
1: a finding? They published a section that says Christ. Hey the man, the police are really mad at me today. I told you your son riding you out. They're coming. They got warrants, Tommy. That's they keep driving. House. They keep. They keep driving by the house, though. So, <sighs> I when I was doing the side note, when I was when I was starting to do this, my my son did say, "Oh, I know Dare. They came in. They and like I would just floored me that this was still something that was." Yeah. No, that. I
0: asked Eric about it. He just graduated last year, and he he said he he went
1: through it also. Um, yeah. It's which just, I didn't but even it's, know it's, that he that he did. Uh, so, what they did do, though, is they said that they, that they published the results that said that it should be expanded to bullying and, like, other teen peer issues, like, preteen stuff, all that, the things that happen, like, you know. That
0: acronym doesn't work anymore.
1: No, but, like, they want to expand it to, like, bullying and and domestic violence and, like, household, like, you know, parental abuse, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: okay, so just kind of a catch-all, like here are bad things that are happening in because our society and you should be aware of them and if it's maybe it's happening to you and you don't know it's bad
1: yeah maybe and, so, and because it what dare did do okay. that was really good is it got kids to rat out their parents you so if you switch. got a parent that's beating you or a parent that's touching you or now kids you, that are now bullying you now you, you have a safe space have, to, yeah, to launch
0: some sort of investigation uh, see i that seems like a better idea than Dare. That does seem <laughs> like, like a better idea.
1: Well, and it, get, and it gets there. In 1999, a Dr. Lineman uh, completed his 10-year study of 1,000 students and found no positive effects from Dare. And in 2001, the Surgeon General David Satcher put Dare on the ineffective program category. Yet in 2003, Dare still received 10 million dollars in federal funding. Mm-hmm. So even though two years had went by after the Surgeon General said this is not an effective program, no, they we're still, still putting them. in 10 million dollars into the program, by from federal money, federal dollars. Sure. So, yeah, you know, of course. Yay! Uh, but supporters continue to argue that, well, I don't care what the studies show; it has to be good because it has good heart, and because I think it's good, so it has to be good.
0: Man. Oh. It's so good that that type of mentality doesn't exist anymore.
1: But they're using uh, police officers to uh, to teach this program, and as we know, there is absolutely no bad egg for police officers. Ever. No,
0: no, they weeded out all the bad apples. So there they're there fine. is
1: a zero percent chance that any of these dare officers were engaged in illicit activities. Absolutely. One of my dear officers in, in Columbus, Indiana, got arrested for domestic violence when he beat the shit out of his wife.
0: Mm. Oh, but that's not drug-related, so what is it But battery? that's not
1: drug-related, so it's okay. Well, and the old boys' club kept his job for years. Like, oh, he held goodness. his job for years, even though he was arrested and charged yeah. with domestic battery, which would have prevented him from being able to legally own a gun, mm-hmm. you know, if he wasn't a part of an old boys' club. But you know, Well, no, he was we an officer, all that.
0: though, so he gets to do whatever the hell he wants, and you can shut the fuck up about it.
1: Yeah, well, and he denied the charges, so it's okay.
0: Oh, well, who are we going to believe? Some woman who gets beat all the time or her, uh, her husband who's a cop?
1: <laughs> right? It's got to be the cop that we believe. Uh, now, if you do yourself a favor, go if go home and uh, Google search, uh, dare officer arrested, and you're going to find <laughs> countless reports of officers, <laughs> and this is great. Of officers being arrested for child pornography, officers being arrested for child molestation, officers being arrested oh, for drug use, officers arrested for, for DUI. Like I thought it was just going to be a bunch of
0: dudes doing drugs and selling them, but they're also going to these schools and be like, oh, I'll volunteer for the D.A.R.E. program because I get to be around elementary school and middle school children and can then assert my authority on them. Yep, that's sure, rotten. sure, yep. That's I thought it was just going to be like, oh, they sold some pot to a teenager or something nope. like that. Whatever, but that's those guys. Oh, I mean, that happened was, too, and those guys, whatever. Yeah. You're know, you you're doing your thing, cops don't get paid enough, whatever. Uh,
1: yeah, well, and it's just pot, so as yeah, long as it's just pot, who cares? I mean, it's legal now. Most. Places. gateway well, most Well, and and to that point, not once here, uh once Col- yeah once Colorado legalized it, marijuana got taken off the drug the Dare program. Oh, like they, they don't. don't they don't. Refer- they don't even. It's talk not. It so the,
0: they've abandoned the gateway drug idea, yeah, they or do. they just don't even discuss it. They crack it the gateway drug now?
1: Probably crack is the gateway drug now. Uh, but but Dare still does exist to this day. It's still a program that exists wholeheartedly. Although they have they have finally recognized in two thousand nine that yeah. Maybe what we're doing doesn't work very well, and part of that was because their funding was cut all the way down to around three million dollars by two thousand and three. So yeah, uh, so they
0: kept getting their funding cut and everything. So they're um, like, we got to. And so gotta, I, I assume, so over the time, have they started listening to the studies and adjusting the way that they yes, teach so, to so and so they did, yes. to kids? And so
1: they did. They did hire sociologists. Some of the same sociologists that did these studies. They hired them to to revamp their program. Probably should they have did, started with that. Probably should have what they did is it's now called keeping it real and so oh, like, you, you, don't oh, see, you don't even see you don't even see it's a horrible oh. you know, it's Dare, like dare's just in the bottom right hand corner of like the the but it's it's keeping it real with Dare. that's so lame that is uh, that's so like. Gen X, millennial, old millennial, trying to communicate with the kids, keeping it real. Uh, But their focus is now on real life situations the kids actually can find themselves in, like bullying. It's also a multicultural approach where they take in considerations of you know brown people, uh, besides just rich white kids. So that's probably important. Uh, And instead of lectures,
0: like what does that mean? What, What
1: like I I don't know it says if you go to the website it says like it's a culturally based program Do they like, stop just they.
0: blaming all the drug use on black people or are
1: they like Pro- people do I, this too prob- probably probably like, probably, yeah, probably, probably. Uh, but instead of lectures they focus on group work involving the students in the actual education there's a lot more of the uh, of the the skits going on but if, the re- improv but there's, yeah. but there's but there's but it's more realistic than just like, just say no, Right. loser. Yeah. It's like more realistic. And you they come avoid, on, like, try it. And they actually teach you how to like avoid the situation. So instead of like, oh, I'm walking down the street and I see Timmy getting his ass kicked by some bullies, I'm going to not go down that street and I'm going to choose a different way of going home. Maybe go help Timmy. What the fuck? Well, I mean, yeah, but there's... Maybe, about maybe you should have said, if I see Timmy using
0: drugs, I won't
1: pass by him. My favorite one that they say is effective, but I'm dubious on this is like, explain why you don't want... Hey, you want some pot? No, thank you. I'm allergic. Cool. You could have just said no. <laughs> like, I don't see I'm that allergic. as a like, very effective. I, well, I, I guess. <laughs> that's one of the tactics. That's part of check? just
0: the allergy. Everybody's allergic to something. Yeah. And, it, and, it, I and they now. Well, and they and now, some people think they're allergic. Like, uh, we had a friend who uh, in high school thought uh, he tried it once and had a really bad reaction. He thought he was allergic. Um, and it turns out he just got super paranoid instead yeah and because yeah, right. he had tried it uh later again and it was, it was fine. completely fine uh not that people can't be allergic to anything but
1: uh yes yeah uh that's and a now lame excuse and now the program <laughs> uh avoids teaching it's kids like about... i don't wanna to <laughs> and now the program, yeah, uh, avoids teaching kids about all the ways to use the drugs and ah, all the effects of the drugs yeah. and all the drugs and stuff. They're like, oh, it, if the kids haven't come across this, like, we're just not going to talk about it. Because. It, se-
0: it seems to me all you really need to do is there's like that Imgur post or whatever the fuck that goes around that is just like the uh, people who get continuously arrested for drug use, and it shows them like after like the first arrest and then the second, which is like six months after yeah just, yeah, 9, just 10, picture, it, it yeah just show that picture especially for meth. yeah just show that like is that they did some of that with uh my program where they showed meth users and like the scabs on their back and all over their faces and, and i'm like oh i'm not doing that ever so ever. that
1: worked um, yep that did um and but they mean, couldn't
0: show me that for like shrooms or heroin or anything or you no know, shrooms are like weed or Anything like that? Well, because there's not a lot Cause of because you don't really eat your own face off. When, <laughs> crack and those.
1: crack, yeah, that works for crack and meth. It doesn't yeah. really work for much of anything else. But uh, the the studies that have come out and it's been this program has been going on for about ten years. Studies have come out showing that yeah, it's better than Dare. Like you know, okay. it actually has some positive impact okay. because it gives kids tools uh, on how to avoid it, as opposed to just being now, like. Hey, and I just and I no.
0: wonder I, at what point they're also going to start linking mental health with it. And talking about where it, you know how mental health impacts it and where it goes and how Johnny, it can lead to that, or or opiate abuse and how um, wh- you know, doctor Dr. software Chief, so primary, was yeah. uh uh rigged to over prescribe opiates to yeah. people and then that got them hooked on a lot of different drugs and stuff. I wonder what J- they're going J- get into that. Did they do that
1: now? No, no. And Johnny, as far as your mental health is concerned, do you do you not remember our electroshock? Episode? You know, I don't. That we still use electroshock therapy to t- treat depression because you know we think that that works voluntarily only. Voluntarily, and in some people it does, or, so. or 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 uh, or you know court ordered as well because you know that's well kind
0: of, that's essentially voluntarily because once yeah, the government right? tells you to do something you're I mean you're volunteering to do it because it's your government.
1: And that's uh, that's the Dare program, which uh, which kind of sums up the war. That really for the '90s, that was the war on drugs. That was, it was like it. The that, Just Say No campaign. That and, that was what they tried. The that DARE was what program. they brought
0: to the battlefield, and it got
1: run over. Yeah, it made by, it worse by uh, drug use. Yeah, made it made it made it worse. So, America. That's it for this week in Historic
0: Hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and join us next week when we talk about racist flags.